How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting from the Kia Studios. It's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with the Kia Studios on this Thursday evening with you. Asking to download the Odyssey app. You're not in your car as much, but you want to listen in. Best way to catch us on the go is on the Odyssey app. Put that on one of your devices today. Take the smartphone, take the Alexa speakers, take your tablet, take your Coleco, take your Game Boy, your Lightbrite, your Atari 2600, whatever your device is. Just download it on something to be able to catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at Nights on the Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I'm at JMCH316. That, of course, your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. On the other side of the glass, producing the show, I can't believe he's made it most all of this week. Dylan is in the house at underscore Dylan Matthews. Got the intro play here. Dylan. Dylan. Yes, Dylan. Yes, we got uh, all of that. I'm just kind of laughing and chuckling underneath my breath because we've been bouncing around. We're, we're, we were trying to think about all kinds of famous memories from the station. You know, we're, we're obviously coming up toward our 10-year anniversary here on the station in October. And... Um, I'm just reaching out to a couple of former employees and stuff and getting some of their thoughts about the, the great moments in station history uh, out there. So um, just enjoying the laugh and reminiscing and remembering. But um, anyway, as uh, we say around here, busier in a one-armed paper hanger uh, this evening. Uh, we will continue our preview of the local teams here in the world of uh, college football as Dave Cohen will join us coming up at 740. We'll talk about the the upcoming season for Georgia State. Tough early part of the schedule You've got South Carolina. You've got North Carolina. They're going to face Coastal Carolina early in the year. Army uh, on the schedule uh, this year. So not a very easy schedule, at least especially in the first half of the uh, the schedule. They'll play Charlotte. They'll mix Charlotte in there. So uh, you get a little bit of a break. But tough uh, tough early season schedule, tough out-of-conference schedule. And um, 
We'll break it all down with Dave Cohen coming up here at 740 this evening. Of course, Braves have the night off after taking the two games from Boston. Get ready for Miami coming up tomorrow. Double Dipper coming up on Saturday. Ian Anderson, of course, will pitch one of the games in the doubleheader, and then he'll head to Gwinnett uh, from there. Uh, Figure that one out. Again, we were joking last night. What happens if Ian Anderson throws a (laughs) no-hitter? Is he he on the Partridge family bus? Is he taking the the bus from Smyrna to Buford? Don't matter, Ian. Do it again. He'll fly up to, again, I guess we fly up to Hartsfield. Fly up to Hartsfield. They don't fly into like Charlie Brown or anything like that, do they? On the uh, west side there or anything like that? I don't think so. Okay. So or or what about PDK? They don't fly into that or anything like that, do they? They take the big they take the big luxury planes down at Hartsfield. So fly into Hartsfield and then he'll take like a shuttle bus or something like that, right? Up to up to Buford from there. Like like again, one of those what are those like double decker buses that they have, you know, like they have in Europe, like they have over in England, like take one of those kinds of buses. Or maybe like one of those you know those like um, they're not like a um, oh gosh what are they they're like a they're like a uh, you know they got like the the bus because like it's got the door like a school bus that would open but they're more luxury like a coach bus well yeah but they're not 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 like a big big coach bus you you've seen the smaller like ones, smaller than a Greyhound like, like almost like a Winnebago size type oh, of luxury okay. bus or something like I know that. what you're talking about now yeah yeah, yeah. so he'll but anyway he'll head up to Gwinnett assuming that he doesn't pitch his brains out and. You know, beat up on the Marlins or whatever over the weekend. Um, you know, Mets are off tonight as well. Um, they get ready to host Philadelphia. Scherzer on the mound tomorrow. Now, one guy who's going to be out for a few days for the Braves that we got word on just a little bit ago, Max Freed. Remember that face plant that he took against the Mets over the weekend? And then he stayed in and pitched. Well, now he's on the seven-day IL, the concussion IL, which is a seven-day IL. And... Um, it's retroactive to, I believe, the 8th, I think, is when they made it retroactive. Now, he was scheduled to pitch, right, tomorrow? Because, I mean, he had pitched on the 6th. So, I would assume his spot was coming up tomorrow in Miami. Oda Rizzi is going to take the start tomorrow. So, I think he was scheduled to pitch tomorrow because his last that, – that start was on the 6th that he made against the Mets. So, today is, what, the 11th? So, I would assume tomorrow would have been his regular – Rotation start, right? Six I think days. you're right, yeah. So he'd have, he'd have been the starter tomorrow, and now he's on the seven-day IL for concussion. By the way, he's fourth in the National League in ERA, in case you were wondering. Fourth in the National League in ERA. He's had a magnificent season, but okay. And I guess he'll have to go through all the testing protocols and everything like that. So we'll see, you know, when they decide to um, – um, we'll, we'll see when he's going to be allowed to pitch, right? Because they've already made plans for Oda Rizzi. You know, obviously Ian Anderson going to make a start. Um, Morton is due to start over the weekend and stuff like that. So, um, obviously, I guess, I, I don't know all the Major League Baseball concussion protocols. You know, I don't know if it's the same as the NFL or this, that, any other. But he'll have to go through all the tests and everything like that, I would assume. And he'll be back. But, yeah, that, um, you know, they said he was fine after the face plant, right? You know, that that, you know, as far as you know, being able to pitch or whatever like that. But obviously something lingering out there. So he's on the seven-day concussion IL. Hopefully everything is fine with him. Hopefully he'll pass all the protocols and he'll be back sooner rather than uh, later. Uh, Falcons get ready for their first preseason game. Uh, Travel day today, of course, as they will be in Detroit tomorrow 
Um, we'll talk about this game coming up here in the next segment, coming up at 720. We'll talk about my thoughts about what I'm looking for tomorrow night. We got some of your thoughts last night about what the Falcons are, you know, what we're, what you guys want to see out of the Falcons. We can take some phone calls uh, as well if you'd like uh, to jump in, if you didn't get a chance last night to jump in on that uh, conversation. But, uh, look, uh, even though it's the first preseason game, you know, we only get three of these now. So, and we know that the starter is going to play for at least a quarter, right? I know Dan Campbell, you know, said his starter is going to play for at least a quarter. Um, we expect the Falcons. I know the Falcons starters are going to play. I think we assume it's going to be a quarter. So, uh, look, I'm I'm excited to see what we've got, right? Let, let's see what this team looks like. We've been watching them through camp. You've been following our camp coverage. We've all been up at camp at some point, right? Mike and Carl been up there every day. I was up there a few times. Obviously, Andy, Randy, Freaky, and Hugh, Steak and Sandra up there. So everybody's broadcasting, covering, doing this, doing that. Now we get to Freaky? Yep, him. Yes. He was at the Falcons' first training camp in 66, right? Where was the Falcons? Were they always up in Swanee? Were they always up there at the Falcon Inn in Swanee? I can't imagine that that place was built in the mid-60s. Well, uh, I shouldn't say that. It might have been built in the mid-60s. I don't know where they originally opened. I remember them in Swanee. Obviously, you know, for those couple years with Dan and Furman when they were getting Flowery Branch already and everything like that. But I don't remember where the Falcons' first training camp was. Maybe you can fill me in about that because Freaky would have been there. He'd, he'd have been at their first training camp. So, um, anyway. So, we get ready for first preseason game tomorrow. And I'm excited to see I'm excited to see a lot of different things, right? I'm excited to see all the different players. You know, as Arthur Smith has said, and we've been playing the clips, everybody who's healthy is going to get a chance to play. If you're healthy, you know, and you can play, you'll get a chance tomorrow, right? Because you don't have much of an evaluation now. And so, you know, as we kind of wind down camp, we get in the preseason schedule, right? You know, we get into all of that because the Falcons will play a week from Monday will be their next preseason game. That will be in New York as they take on the Jets. Don't forget, Monday, we will be uh, live for Mercedes-Benz Stadium as, uh, of course, the Falcons have their open practice at Mercedes-Benz. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet and you want to see the Falcons or want to see Mercedes-Benz, here's your chance. Monday the 15th, go to AtlantaFalcons.com, grab a $5 ticket, come on down and and check things out. Uh, Again, that starts at 6.30 on Monday. Um, I'll be broadcasting my show from Mercedes-Benz. I guess we're going to be in that one of those end zone suites. I think did did Andy and Randy do a show from one of the end zone suites, Dylan? Did he do, did they do a show from there? That's a great question that unfortunately I do not have the answer to. Okay, well I know I understand. I, my bad. I have I the answers to a lot of questions, right. just not that one. My bad. I forget you kind of only work part time now, <laughs> um, so I I forgot that. I work you, a I work a full time uh, part time schedule. Right. Okay. Uh, for who? For for you, for me, for Atlanta United, for the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Hawks, everybody. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um, how about this show? Like when when uh, anyway. I'm here every day except Monday. What? Excuse me? Here here every day except Monday. Excuse me? Squeeze me? Baking powder? Huh? Anyway. Uh, I'll be out there Monday, so that's the good news. I'll be out there Monday at Mercedes-Benz, and we'll be broadcasting out there. Um, I may have to lock up. I may have to turn the lights off. My only goal is I want to talk to somebody about pushing the button to close the roof. I assume the roof will be open. I don't know if I haven't looked at the weather forecast. I have no idea if we have rain coming in or anything like that. But my guess is that, obviously, they're going to want the roof open. I just want to push the button to close it. They should definitely let you do that. Yeah. I mean, that, in, you know, like. they Feed have to, you and let you push the button. Right. You know, that like the celebrities come in and, you know, they drive the golden, you know, they do the spike, right? They drive the spike in. 
I don't want to do any of that. I, I want to just push the button on the roof. What about pull the train horn thing? You want to do that? No, no, no that's too much work. I just, I just, <laughs> I want, I just want to do the quick button push. And what, what? Is, how long does it take? To, it's like nine minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's fast. I mean, it's only like nine minutes to, right. to open and close the roof or whatever. So I just want to push the button and that be it. And then we can go on. And then I'll 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 hit the like bring me over to the breaker where all the lights are. I'll just I'll when we when I leave, you know, give me a key. I'll lock the door uh, on the way out. I'll I'll flip the lights off. You know, maybe get me a, a dustpan and a broom, and I'll sweep off here, there, and stuff like that. So there you go. And um, then you should, if they give you a key, you should be able to get in the the rest of the Falcons games for free. Just sneak in whatever door, you know. Oh, I'll just I'll just camp out somewhere and like stay overnight or whatever like that. <laughs> there you right? go. Oh, you because, know what? You can take I'm, Kanye's old room because uh, yeah, that's true. Yes, that's right. Just take that's Kanye's right. old room. He was staying there right before he did his concert. He was staying there. Because I think, by the way, too, I think the weekend is here tonight, right? I think the weekend really? is a concert tonight. That'll be a great yeah. concert. Yeah, he's uh, here. Uh, I don't know if Do- you know the thing I was trying to figure out was is Doja Cat is gonna is doing this concert with him? Is she coming out with him? I mean, I hope so. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Do you see her uh, shave her eyebrows off? She shaved her head and, and her, her eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. She said no. It's not a cry out for help or anything. She just likes the look. So good for her. Not a cry for help. Okay. How'd that work out for the last person who did all that? Yeah, it seemed pretty cry for help Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, listen, you know, I, I love Doja Cat. I'm a huge Doja Cat fan. You know, I, I you know, that that Kiss Me More song is as good as there's been in the last five or six years as far as a song that's come out. It's a tremendous stuff. So anyway, but yeah, we'll be out there Monday broadcasting live from Mercedes Benz for Open practice, and, um, you know, we'll get ready for tomorrow night. And, you know, obviously, you know, only these three games, Monday the 22nd and then the 27th. Now, the other thing that's going to be fun is we'll start to get into as well, and this will be where we can start to get some better evaluations, is the co-practices, right? That's where it's going to get fun. That's that's where when they start to co-practice with one another, and I think that's going to be for, with Jacksonville that they will do some co-practicing with. Um, they might do some up in New York as well, uh, if I remember right, but – I know for sure here that I think the plan is that they do some some practices with the Jaguars um, here at when they're in Atlanta, right? So that's you know that's another one of those things where you know you get a better valuation. Now we won't see those practices. I think that there are some open practices for that, but obviously not broadcast or televised or anything like that. But it would certainly be cool to see some of that because that's. That's where you get a little bit more of an evaluation, right? Maybe even more than some of the game action and things like that where, you know, you because with the practices, you obviously control all that and you can have, you know, a, a specific set of circumstances that you can have, right? Like you can have like a, a third and 15 or a goal line situation, whatever like that. You can manipulate the practices to simulate whatever, you know, specific instances you want to have out there. But I'm excited for tomorrow night. We're going to talk about what I'm looking for. Uh, for the Falcons coming up in the game tomorrow night. So we'll get to all that next. Dave Cohen is coming up at uh, 740 with us. So we get back. We will talk about the, the points that I'm looking for tomorrow night against the Lions in preseason game number one. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports right now to the game, odyssey.com app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Some more John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show, live in the Key Studios Thursday night with you. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 9th on the game. I'm at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Uh, we can also open up the phone lines to you here as well at 404-741-0929 if you want to jump on and give us your thoughts about what you want to see for tomorrow night. Also, too, 9th on the game and thousands more radio stations, plus millions of podcasts are all for free on the Odyssey app. And don't forget, Kenny Main has joined the Odyssey family with his new podcast. Everybody say it with me. Hey, Maine. Oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, each week talking to athletes, musicians, celebrities, just about anybody else. Uh, Jamel Hill joined him last Thursday. You can catch uh, his previous episodes as well for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. So here's sort of my mini laundry list of things. And look, I'm not going to get too, too, too micro on all of this, right? It's the first preseason game. I don't want to get over the top with, you know, we have to see all of these things fixed and ready to go in first preseason game of the year, right? But there are some basic concepts that I want to see. First off, I want to see competent O-line play. Can we protect our quarterback? Can we open up some holes in the running game? You know, are guys getting beat one-on-one? Are guys whiffing? What are we looking like on our offensive line? Because I do expect, and I, I'm not checked in lately, and I, I know the depth chart the other day had Hennessy or Dolman, but I expect our starting offensive line tomorrow night to be Matthews, um, Wilkinson, Dolman, Lindstrom, McGarry. 
So that means two of your spots are different than how we ended last year. Your left guard and your center are going to be different than how we ended. So if that's the case, again, I'm not looking for we rack up 700 yards of offense and our offensive line blows it all away and this, that, and the other. What I'm looking for is are we competent looking? Can we protect a quarterback? Can we keep them off our quarterback's back? Can we open up some holes in the run game? Will guys not swing and miss and whiff on one-on-ones and things like that? That's all. Just show me that we're getting competent on the offensive line, right? That that it looks like there maybe is some light toward the end of the tunnel. We're a long way from the end of the tunnel. We're a long way from being set. And I don't think our offensive line by any stretch is a finished product. But I need some I need some competence on our offensive line. So that's that's number one. And that's going to be a big thing for me is watching the offensive line. Um also, the run game, some semblance of run game. One of the big things about the Falcons' offense has been their run game has been anemic, both from a total yardage standpoint, but also they're below average in yards per attempt. Now, that's not all on the offensive line. That's a combination of your line and your run, running backs. But if you're not running at about four yards a carry in the NFL – you're not going to be an effective running game. Well, we're about 3.6, I think it is, is about where we're at for the, for the year. And Mike Davis was about 3.5 for the season. Can we become a little bit better? Can we establish some sense of a running game? We obviously all expect that Arthur Smith is a guy who wants to run the football more. That sounds good because he had Derrick Henry, and he had Taylor Lewan and Jack Conklin, right, and all those pro bowlers on his offensive line. Yeah, a lot easier to do when you have the best running back in the NFL and, and a terrific offensive line, right? You can do that, okay? Right now we have none. Here, here's a, you, do you know, Dylan, ask me how many of the things that Tennessee had to have a good running game do we have? How many of the things that Tennessee had to have a good running game do the Atlanta Falcons none. have? None. Zilch? Yeah. Zero zip nada. None. Okay. So we're not ready to be Tennessee, power run, all that. We're not ready to be all that. But we have to start establishing some type of run game, okay? Number three, I want to see consistent pressure on quarterbacks. I'm not saying we have to have four or five sacks tomorrow, okay? I'd like to, and I'm not not in this first game concerned about what our quantity of sacks are. What I want to see is, are we getting to quarterbacks? Because this is going to tie into my fourth thing. Are we getting to the quarterback consistently with pressure? And how are we doing it? Are we having to blitz? Are we having to come off the corner blitz? Or are we doing crazy things? Are we having to overload the box and, and jailbreak to get to a quarterback? Right? Because the fourth thing is I want to see what we look like in our one-on-ones. Can McGarry hold up one-on-one? Can one of our outside guys win a one-on-one battle? How do our receivers against their secondary look in one-on-one battles? How do their receivers look against our defensive backs in one-on-one battles, right? That's what I want to see one-on-ones. So that kind of all ties together with the quarterback pressure. Yeah, if we get a sack in the game, but we, we're consistently pressuring the quarterback, I'll feel a little bit better, okay? If we get three or four sacks, I might feel real good. So I'm not worried about the quantity again. This is preseason game number one. I don't have to see everything finished, polished, 
everything looking perfect out there. But I do want to see some competence on some of these things, especially at the line of scrimmage. All right, 404-741-0929 is our phone line if you want to jump on. Let's grab T out in Dallas. What's going on, T? Hey, John, appreciate you taking my call, yeah, man. But, yeah, man. So, look, um, I got a couple things that, that I'm going to be real quick about. Um, I'm excited um, about this season because it's, it's a new chapter for us. I'm ATL all the way, born and raised, seen every quarterback we've had, seen every offense we've had. So, understand Falcons football very well. Um, I'm excited. I, I want to see one, you know, I'm excited about Mariota. You know, a lot of people um, ha- have been giving him a lot of flag. I-, I listen to the shows throughout the day. Um, Andy been killing uh, Mariota. Uh, Mike Bell been killing Mariota. Uh, you think he might get hurt, you know what I'm saying? But I-, I think sometimes when you turn a page that it could be a good, you know, it's a new chapter, a new opportunity for you to develop in something. You know, I bet curious that if he has a great season, you know, or a decent season, is everybody going to eat crow? You know what I'm saying? But like, okay, yeah, we, we made a mistake, you know. But um, I'm excited to see about how he can gel with the offense because I ain't expecting him to be Matt Ryan. I appreciate Matt Ryan for what he did, but he's moved on. But I appreciate the fact that bringing in Mariota is, 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 is going to open up a dynamic for offense. And I want to see how, of course, the offensive line, because we need the offensive line to protect them. I want to see how the offensive line gels and, and then how he can work with the offense and, and handling the offense. And, and I give him a chance. I, I, I'm optimistic and give him hope that I think he can do well for us, you know, until, until the young boy gets ready. I appreciate it, but T. that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, and, I, and I understand. Listen, here's the thing. This is a new opportunity for, for Marcus Mariota. Um, this will be his third, third team that he's played for, okay? And more importantly is his familiarity with Arthur Smith and the type of offense that he wants to run, right? So there should be some comfort level about him coming here and playing with Arthur, right? So it's not like he's played his whole career with one team, right? This is his third team that he's played for. He's playing with a guy that he has some familiarity with, which is not a bad thing at all. It's a good thing that that he has some of that. And look, I think do I think Mariota is the long-term answer at quarterback? No. Um, usually a free agent quarterback like that is not where, you know, when, when you pick up a guy like that, it's not usually where you, you get your long-term answer at quarterback. Most of the time that comes through the draft, right? And that's why I said, and we got the promo playing here that, you know, Dylan, we need to update the promo. But, um, look, if I have a top three pick next year and I can draft one of those quarterbacks, I'm drafting one of those quarterbacks, even if Ritter plays well, even if Mariota plays well. Because you draft the young stud for a reason that high. No offense to Ritter. No offense to Mariota. Hope they come in here and do some good things. Because, again, as I've said, I want to win football games. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to sit through 2-15. and 15. I can tell you, I, I want to watch this team. And I think they can be, you know, a six-win team. So part of that is going to have to be you're going to have to have some competent quarterback play. I've told you guys before, Ritter's my favorite draft pick in this class. Because I love guys that are winners, and I want to see if that can translate into the NFL. 404-741-0929 is the phone line. Let's grab AJ out in Atlanta. What's going on, AJ? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, buddy. I got you. Uh, I can, I really want to see us bring some energy. Like, the, the energy is everything. Like, come out and act like you, you, you're playing for millions. Don't, like, they be acting like they're playing for high school. I really want to see them 
really show some energy and effort out there. Like like you really earn the mean like you really in the NFL. Like show that you really wanna be there. Sometimes they like they don't even want to be there sometimes. So I just want to see the energy tomorrow. Yeah, I listen, um obviously, you know, Everybody's talked before about the environment at one o'clock on a Sunday in Mercedes Benz, right? That sometimes a late arriving crowd, you've got a team that, you know, doesn't look inspired at times. I get all that. And I'm with you. I, I wanna see I wanna see this team, you know, coming out. Listen, here's the thing. This is the first time in a long time that we have a bunch of spots that are up for grabs, right? Like this is, I mean, you got to go pre-Super Bowl. The last time this many spots were really up for grabs. Quarterback, running back, wide receivers, everything. And and there's a there's a, a a lot of positions that have to be sorted out over these three preseason games, unlike what we've seen in a long time. You know, I mean, you think about how many positions you really feel confident about. This guy's the starter. This guy's going to start for sure. Again, the Deion Jones thing is is a big thing about this preseason, right? How does Deion look? Will he be here? Can he fit in this offense? Do they trade him? Right? Like those are big. Those are big questions. That as we sit here on what do we say today is August eleventh. As we sit here on August eleventh, that we have no answers for. You know, we know Mariota is going to start, but what does he look like? Is he going to stay the starter? More than just even injury, does he continue? Does he play well enough to keep the starting job? Because I don't have a whole lot of doubt that if, for whatever reason, if Mariota falls off a cliff, they'll they'll go to Desmond Ritter. You know, even if even if that means they probably feel like they have to go to him a little bit earlier than what they hope for, because I don't think they want to have to play Desmond Ritter immediately. I don't think they think that Desmond. I mean, look. You saw last year with Richie Grant as a second-round pick what they thought, you know, and all that. I don't think they want to have to jump the gun and play the rookie quarterback immediately like that. So, uh, again, I'm show me some competence on the lines of scrimmage. Show me some competence in getting to the quarterback. Show me some competence on winning some one-on-ones. And show me something in the run game. And we'll see. Uh, you know, there are... There are specific players that I want to see what they look like. I do want to see what Desmond Ritter looks like in his first game. I want to see what Marcus Mariota looks like in his first game. I want to see if Drake London can be a mismatch. You know, we talk about Kyle Pitts being the unicorn. Okay, can I see Drake London? Can he be a miss? I don't care if, if even if Drake London has to line up against third-string guys, I want to see if he can be a mismatch against people, right? Like, I want to see if he can be a mismatch against against people in 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 some of these preseason games. I mean, he's he is the eighth overall draft pick, right? So you want to you want to see if if he can be all of that. So it's going to be fascinating to watch what this team looks like tomorrow night. I don't care about winning and losing and all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about some of the odds when we get to the uh, Falcons flyover because there are odds in the game. You can bet on preseason NFL action if you so desire, but you know, we'll talk about that coming up here, but I I again, I want to see what you know, I I'm with you on the energy part of it. You know, there's a lot of guys coming out fighting for their job. How about instead of just energy, show me that you want to start. Show me that you want to start in an for an NFL team. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Dave Cohen, the voice of the Georgia State Panthers. We'll continue our previews of the local college football teams as we'll look at 
what Georgia State is going to be this year. It's all next. Chuck Ring the Kia Studios. Sports right now to the game. Odyssey.com app. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 929, the game. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Shuckery Show. Coming to you live on this Thursday evening as we continue to take a look at some of the local teams and get ready for football season. We talked some Georgia football the other night. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Dave Cohen. He, of course, is the play-by-play voice, longtime play-by-play voice of Georgia State Athletics. You can follow Dave on Twitter at GA State Voice as we'll take a look here at the Georgia State Panthers. Dave, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes this evening. Yeah, always appreciate it, John. It's that time of year again as we get ready to kick this thing off pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's take one step back and go back to last year. Obviously, things didn't get off to the start that Coach Elliott and his team wanted at 1-4. and four. But what do you attribute that 7-1 and one run after that to? What Was there anything that you thought was kind of the – kind of the, the difference or, or something that you saw differently that this team just rolled through the rest of the season? Well, I think it all started in the second half at Chapel Hill when we played at North Carolina. They made a quarterback change. And, you know, Cornelius Brown had uh, been coming off of what was a pretty good season two years ago and obviously was the front runner. But, you know, we lost to Army in the first game um, pretty badly and then lost at North Carolina. So, 
know, coming out of that, we're really coming out of that half. They decided, uh, Coach Elliott and the staff decided to make the switch at quarterback in the Furman transfer. Darren Granger, who was number two, uh, took the reins uh, of uh, the quarterback position. And then they made a change as well at running back. And if you look back, Granger had a really strong finish, um, you know, after taking over. And um, Destin Coates, you know, going into last year was the number one running back on the depth chart. Well, by the time it was all said and done, uh, seven wins later, because they won seven of their last eight football games, Granger was entrenched as your starting quarterback. And two really good stories, uh, Tucker Gregg, who going back was a walk-on, uh, and Jemias Williams, who was a South Carolina transfer as a DB, they really were your one-two running backs, and by the time they were all done, they combined for 18 touchdowns and just about 1,800 yards between the two of them. So you, from an offensive standpoint, you could really look at those two, and right there is uh, you know, a big, big change from the first two ball games. So let's look at the uh, offense, Dave. You mentioned Tucker Gregg. This feels like you know it was almost a 1,000-yard season, I think nine touchdowns last year, like you mentioned. This feels like he's about to have one of those breakout years. And I know he's preseason second team, Sunbelt, but it feels like he's about to have a monster year at running back for them. Well, let's hope so. You're right. He was just under 1,000 yards a year ago, 953 with nine touchdowns. He's a straight-on runner, uh, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, but he tries to, tries to and basically does run over people, really. Uh, kind of a cross between a running back and a fullback. He's that strong. He averages about five yards a carry. And again, Jemias Williams take nothing away. Jemias had a fantastic year. He averaged almost seven yards per carry. He had nine touchdowns and had 859 yards rushing. But, you know, again, Tucker, if you look back, one of his better games was at Auburn when, you know, I can say it, we should have left Auburn with a win uh, in that game a year ago. But Tucker had Two runs, 50 yards plus. He, he burned Auburn for a 50-yarder, and then a little later, a 57-yarder. So he certainly has the capability. If, if, if the hole is there long enough and it's just big enough, he'll find it. Um, and once he's in it, he's got the power to bust through and break tackles. He's that strong of a runner. Jemias is a strong runner, too. He's just a little more shifty with the ability to go to your right or to your left. So Granger, a dual-threat quarterback, but, you know, the one thing about Granger, you know, I, I would assume that the coaches are, are looking for more accuracy, just under 60% completion percentage. Has that been a focus in his offseason is getting him to be a more accurate passer? Because, look, this team does have a lot of wide receivers and a lot of pass catchers available. How important is getting the accuracy thing for Granger up and, and making him a better passer? No question. And like I said, you know, he kind of found himself in a little bit of a tough situation, um, you know, going into the third game last year, coming out of that North Carolina game. You're right. He was just under 60%. But I will say, you know, he threw for 19 touchdowns. The positive on the other side of that, he was only intercepted four times. One of those was, you know, a throw at Auburn that, uh, you know, got picked off. It was kind of a desperation pass. So, you know, his Touchdown to interception ratio a year ago was pretty good, but sure, there's plenty of guys to throw uh, throw to, including our returning leading receiver Jamari Thrash from a year ago. Uh, if you could get that up into the, you know, 64, 65 percent completion rate with the way we're able to run the football and the fact that we only lost one starter off the offensive line, 
a pretty good player who's out in Seattle trying to make the Seahawks roster and Shamarius Gilmore. So we've got a pretty experienced offensive line returning, which bodes well not only for Granger to hopefully get that percentage up, but it bodes well for the, the guys that are carrying the football on the ground as well. Voice of the uh, Panthers, Dave Cohen, joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline as we talk some Georgia State football. You mentioned the offensive line. It is a real strength. And, you know, I don't know. This, I don't know if they're the best offensive line in the Sun Belt this year, but they're right up there. Multiple kids that are going to be potential all-conference picks out there. This seems like, you know, this is really starting to become a strength. This this in pass catching for Georgia State, that's been like one of the things it seems like that these have started to really become strengths for this Georgia State program. And this offensive line, I think, is going to be really good. No question. With the guys that are coming back and they're guys that not only started last year, but the guys, there, there are guys that have been in the program now for the last two, three, four years, even including that COVID year. Of the eight guys that were named preseason all Sunbelt Conference, Two of them, Center Malik Sumter and uh, Travis Glover, last year, you know, one of the tackles. You know, they're among those eight. They're both back, both healthy, ready to go. Pat Bartlett's been in the program now for a number of years, as has Jonathan Bass. Again, depending upon what they do with, you know, uh, putting pieces in to fill slots, uh, the left guard spot, which is where Shamarius was, technically is up for grabs unless they move Glover inside. But, you know, a few of the names that are out there that uh, are battling for that are Avery Reese and Mason Cook and Luis Cristobal and an Eastern Illinois transfer and Bryson Broadway. So plenty of names, guys that have been in the program now for the last two, three years in that backup role that hopefully, knock on wood, they stay healthy, can be plugged in to fill the spot left open by Gilmore's departure. All right, Dave, let's switch over to the defensive side of the football. Defensively, this was a pretty good run defense. They they were top half in college football last year as far as yards and, and yards per carry and things like that. The pass defense, you know, and again, this has been kind of one of those things that, you know, sometimes giving up those big plays, getting off the field on third down. I want to say that they were 109th in the country in passing yards allowed last year. They get to the quarterback, so they at least do that. Talk to me about a little bit about the defense, what we can expect this year out of them. Well, let's hope they can replicate what they did a year ago, John. They set school records with 38 sacks, 92 tackles for loss. They had 11 interceptions. The hit stick, Antavius Lane, had five of them. Uh, they return many, many faces on the defensive side of the football, led right up front by Thomas Gore and Jeff Clark. Um, Gore had 45 tackles, almost 10 tackles for loss. Clark really came on strong down the stretch uh, last year in his role. One of the better stories has been Jamil Muhammad. Um, you know, he transferred to Georgia State after starting out as a quarterback at Vanderbilt. I don't, I don't know how much, I don't know how many reps he got at QB at Vanderbilt. It wasn't a lot, but he comes to Georgia State as a quarterback. And next thing you know, because of our quarterback situation, they're moving him to the defensive side of the football. And even changed positions within the defense. But, boy, he has really become a factor, um, you know, on the defensive side a year ago with six sacks, six tackles for loss. Kind of like that rush end. I think some, some schools call it a bandit. Um, he has really, really been an impact player since coming over and learning and then becoming adjusted to and comfortable uh, working on the defensive side of the ball. Again, Antavius Lane really made an impact right 
from the moment he stepped on the Center Park Stadium turf. Again, 82 tackles a year ago with five interceptions to lead the way. But the two guys that are what I call our Batman and Robin right in the middle, uh, Blake Carroll last year with 89 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, six sacks, and Jordan Venziel, 97 tackles. He was our leading tackler a year ago, a real go-getter, a real runner-downer, and uh, he had eight tackles for loss, four sacks. I know I'm throwing some stats out, but those two guys, Jordan and Blake, really are the straw, in my opinion, that stirs the drink in the middle because they know what they've got behind and they can see right in front of them uh, guys, again, you know, like Thomas Gore, Trey Moore, and Jeff Clark, what's going on up front. They're really the two, um, you know, that kind of anchor that defense, and they bring back a lot of experience between the two of them, and I think that bodes obviously really, really good for Georgia State defensively this year against what is going to be a very, very difficult schedule, maybe the most difficult schedule that a Georgia State team heading into its 13th season has faced. You know, uh, the voice of Georgia State, Dave Cohen, joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. You know, Dave, I had a chance last year before the season to spend some time. We did we did a tour of the facility, spend some time with Coach Elliott. And, you know, Coach Elliott feels like the perfect fit for this program, that, that he feels like the perfect guy in the right spot and things like that. I mean, without getting into too much things, do you get the sense that he is very comfortable to be here, that he's not necessarily – looking for something bigger, better. I know he's been, you know, the coach at South Carolina before, but this feels like a perfect fit of coach and program. Is that the sense you get? Do you get the sense that he's going to be here for a long time with this program? Well, John, nowadays when you say a long time, what does that really mean in the world of college yeah. athletics? But, yeah. um, no, listen, you know, he's he's great to me. So I'll, I, I say that up front, but I think he, he was a fantastic and has been a fantastic hire with what he's done with the program since coming in as the third head coach at Georgia State. He's really done and put Georgia State football above and beyond on the map where it was coming out of Bill Curry and Trent Miles. Um, You know, he's got Georgia State in position. We got, when he got here the year before we were three and nine, and there was just so much work to be done. Um, But if you know him and know the kind of person that he is and even look back at the kind of player that he was as a collegiate player at at Appalachian State, again, a great leader of young men and football players as a guy who has walked the walk and talked the talk. He's got Georgia State in position right now, John, in a very, very improved Sunbelt Conference and and a really, really challenging Sunbelt Conference Eastern Division right at the top with Appalachian State and Coastal Carolina. Um, And that's not discounting, you know, Georgia Southern, Marshall, Old Dominion, and James Madison because, you know, they're tough teams too. But, you know, the next goal, they've they've been to three bowl games in the last four years. They've won back-to-back bowl games, you know, last year winning uh, the Camellia Bowl on Christmas Day. The next goal, and he'll say it and the coaches will say it and the players will say it as they continue to improve this program, is to continue to put Georgia State football in position to win the Sunbelt East and compete for a Sunbelt Conference championship. And with the roster they've got this year, depending on how things play out with a difficult schedule, they could very well be in position to do that. 
Yep, South Carolina, North Carolina to start off the year. It's the it's certainly not easy. And then Coastal Carolina is early as well. Follow him all season long on his Twitter page at GA State Voice. We'll be talking to Dave throughout the season. Dave Cohen joined us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Dave, as always, man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes tonight, and we'll be definitely talking throughout the season. All right, John, I appreciate it. Always good to be on with you. And as we always say down here, go Panthers. <laughs> you got it. John Chuck, we will be back. Sports Radio Night on the game in the Odyssey.com app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.